Hello, and welcome to Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast, The Gun Rack. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Gun Rack, Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey. And with me, we have one... Drew Poplin. There I'm on my toes. Is. I'm ready. I am engaged. Let's do this. That was almost on time. And uh, we actually also <laughs> have a very special guest with us. This is Jake Burden, who has been on this podcast many times, but it'll be our first time for 2022. How are you doing, Jake? I am doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on today, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Uh, some new exciting things have happened uh, with Jake's career in the firearms industry since last we talked with him in november where we talked about black friday deals and uh jake has been over the course of his career something of a, a firearms retail specialist so we we're able to share some stories there if you want to listen to that episode it is in november so it's just a few scrolls down on the uh, main podcast feed be sure to check that out but before we get into this new chapter of jake's career we're going to do the next episode of Name That Firearm, because Drew Poplin is on the clues. Drew's clues. Drew, who do we have today? What do we got? Well, actually, I'm going to throw in a little bit of a curveball today, because it could be more accurately called today Drew's Clue. We're only doing oh, okay. one clue today. One clue. And last week, by the way, the answer to Drew's Clues was the Sten. This week... Your singular clue. It's the James Bond gun. If you can't just get it from that, I will look up some other podcasts to recommend to you. Just kidding. We desperately need your downloads. So uh, stick <laughs> with us. Yeah. <laughs> just, we, we have no leverage here. Um, <laughs> so be listening next week for the answer to the question that I'm pretty sure you've already solved yourself. But that is Drew's clues for this week, or Drew's clues, since uh, apparently he hates mm. rhymes. So today, in the past with Jake Burton, we've talked about his experience in the military, and we've talked about his experience kind of instructing other people uh, outside of SDI. We've talked about his kind of specialization in the firearms retail world. And we talked about a course that he took in, what was the name of the course? That was the uh, Defensive Shooting Fundamentals course. The Defensive Shooting yeah. Fundamentals course. Instructor course. That's what it was, man. Yes. Yep. Which was also a lot of fun. But today, Jake has, or we have an exciting announcement with Jake, and that is Jake is no longer working for SDI part-time. Jake is working for SDI full-time. We'll put yeah. a sound effect in. So... Jake, before we get into kind of the, the details of what you're doing right now, for those people that maybe have not heard the previous episodes, could you give just a, a kind of a brief recap about your background and some of the things that you've done and some of the things you really enjoyed? Yeah, you bet, man. I have uh, just real quick, I spent uh, 21 years active duty army. So I was in the army for uh, way too long. Spent about six years with the uh, Stanislaus County Sheriff's Office, a law enforcement agency out in California. 
And then uh, that's where I got into instructing. I started teaching firearms instruction at the police academy and realized that hey, cops uh, aren't the only ones that should be privy to this knowledge. And that's where I branched off and started teaching. And SDI came into the picture back in those days, many, many years ago. I actually got my associates back when there was no learning management system or anything like yeah. that, you know, um, and I got my associates uh, from SDI. And then that led to, man, I worked alongside of being in the military. I was an independent FFL uh, for many years while active duty. That can uh, pose some real challenges as we talked about before the podcast and worked in indoor outdoor ranges and instructing mainly. I I, I hold a plethora of certifications from the NRA, the USCCA, Texas uh, DPS. And so I'm trained the trainer. I worked in uh, retail after retirement. My first job after my army uh, retirement was with Cabela's and worked as a firearms uh, manager, hunting manager, club manager, uh, marketing manager, <laughs> held all kinds of positions with them since 2017. And then uh, was teaching part-time SDI uh, after my retirement, needed uh, instructors, adjunct faculty. And so back in December of 17, I started teaching part-time with them. And man, it has been one heck of a career, and now I'm working for the school that started it all. I work over in the financial aid department, financial services, so I primarily am responsible now for taking care of the active duty with tuition assistance, and then our veterans through the Chapter 31 or the Veterans Readiness Employment Program through the VA. Those are my uh, responsibilities over in that department now. Yeah. Uh, Jake, of course, has had a very long career, and uh, we're excited to have him in-house full-time now, which means I feel way less badly about pulling him in for podcasts every now and then. (laughs) So what kind of brought on, you, you moved from the from Cabela's, which is, you know, we talked in November kind of about how crazy sometimes that can be. And from teaching here to moving to kind of the financial aid department full-time, was it just, did you just want to shake things up? Was there something that really drew you into that? What kind of made you want to shift? I'll tell you what it was, man. I, I think I've shown that through the previous podcast is my passion for uh, the servicemen and women uh, yeah. that are serving our nation, of course, spending 21 years. And I had used all of those programs from tuition assistance to a GI Bill to post 9-11 uh, GI Bill and the vr e programs to pay for all my education and certifications. And it's all helped me to be successful in my career, man, in that journey that I've had. And when the position presented it itself, I was like, wow, man, I'll, I can play an intricate role in advising those guys where I was once at. And so it was a great opportunity for uh, me to step in and do that for those um, that are out there serving or have served, right, with the vr and program. And man, it is totally rewarding, Joey. I mean, the conversations I've had uh, with, I know some of them will, you know, be listening on this uh, podcast, man. They know it, the conversations I've had with them, and uh, them knowing that, hey, they've got a vet batting for them here 
on the financial services side is a great relief. So it, it is a great blessing for me. And that's sort of what drove me and took me where I am today. Plus, to be honest, it's nice to slow down doing all those things. I was doing all those things at one time where I was instructing firearms classes. I'm not talking SDI, I'm talking in person from introduction to firearms to defensive shooting fundamentals all over the place and working for Cabela's and teaching part-time for SDI. And uh, that that's a lot. And so to be able to reel that back and now spend some quality time FYI, a little new announcement. My wife and I were going to be grandparents this summer. Everything sort of happened right around at that same Mm -hmm. time. We found out my daughter was pregnant and this opportunity came, presented itself. And it was an opportunity for me to reel things back and slow it down a little bit, man. And here I thought you were 25 years old. Just as a note for listeners, I went ahead and took a look not to pull us too far out of the interview, but in case you want to look at the other material we've done with Jake in the past, their episode 11, which is called Never Overburdened, episode 45, which is about the self-defense course, and then episode 83, which is about Black Friday firearms doorbusters, and then life on the retail front line. So if you want to hear more from Jake, those are the places to go get it. So uh, keep that in mind as we continue talking. But a lot of life change. So I take it you're not instructing with SDI anymore. You're really focused on this no, sir. right now, right? Yeah, I'm uh, full-time working with the active duty with tuition assistance and uh, the VR&E program mm-hmm. with our veterans. And uh, it's a great honor to do that. It really is, man. Awesome. The, the firearms training you've done in the past, like not SDI training, but the other firearms training you had done, is that something you think you'll set aside forever or is that something you just want to take a break from or do you know no, what you want to do? I'm actually teaching about a class a month still. I had a feeling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't quite give that up, man. In fact, tomorrow I have to attend my recertification through the Texas Department of Public Safety's LTC instructor research training tomorrow. So Yep. I've slowed it down quite a bit, guys. Mm-hmm. How long have you been uh, in this new full-time role? I did uh, Black Friday and uh, it was the week after Black Friday is when I gave my notice. SDI actually offered me the position in November while we were out at our son's wedding in Idaho. And Araceli uh, gave me the call while we were out there and Man, I was really, really excited uh, to work with her and Rob Exum here, you know, at, at SDI, yeah. man. Great people uh, to work for, and uh, but I didn't want to take away from the wedding, and so we waited until uh, after everything was over to let him know dad was transitioning, and I came back from Idaho and talked with the general manager at Cabela's, which, yeah, Matt was pretty heartbroken, but... Uh, <laughs> He understood that what I really wanted was to really make some time with the family and slow my life down. So here I am. Well, I'm sure that lots of listeners know, as you know, that even if you're doing retail in an area that you love, boy, oh boy, can it be taxing. 
I did not last long. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people do not last long. So for you to have done even what you did, I think is. Yeah, I was quite enough uh, to check that box. Yeah, yeah. I was quite surprised how long, you know, 2017 until the end of uh, 21, I had been with uh, Cabela's. Great organization, though. If I was to do retail, that type of organization is who I would go with. But then again, that's after working indoor-outdoor ranges and all the sure. stuff that I've been in. So if I remember correctly, so you got your associates in firearms technology. How long ago was that now? Do you remember? I think it was like 2013. I'd have to look, man. The, I got the diploma somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's been quite some time, man. And you also got a graduate certificate in education. Did I get that right? Adult <laughs> education? Secondary education, man. I got a bachelor's degree in business management in between that time. And then when I retired, I uh, took advantage because, of course, my injuries, I had quite a high uh, rating on my disability. Mm-hmm. And so the, I was eligible for the VRE. And, and so the VRE program paid for my graduate uh, certificate in post secondary education. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, what you do now, what's your favorite part about it? So far, I know you're, you're yeah. still kind of relatively new to the position, but so far, what's your favorite thing about what you do every day? Man, my favorite part is uh, getting to know the active duty personnel and those veterans, man, and being part of that community still and helping them use their benefits that they definitely earned. Um, yeah, and because I've been there, done that. I got the shirt plus some and to be there to help them along the way and be that voice of understanding, right? The difficulties and the challenges that they face as they're trying to get their education while serving. I understand. And so I bring that to the table and it, I think that's the most enjoyable part, being engaged with them. I know at this point, of course, SDI has some thousands of students. But you work with sort of a, I mean, we have a lot of active duty and veteran personnel here at SDI taking classes, but do you have the opportunity to build like personal relationships with some of these people as they, as they do their thing? Yeah, man. That's one of the great things, man, is the students calling me going, Hey, Jake. And I've only been doing it, you know, January, February. And to those relationships, it's phenomenal. And you start off on the right foot because A, I was there, former active duty and a veteran. And so that really starts the uh, relationship building and their knowledge and the introductions that I go through, they learned, oh, Jake, you've actually instructed also. And I've been in the industry, so I'm at the latter end. And to bring that whole package, I think it really uh, gives them a, a feeling of comfort, a place of home for me here at the college. I think it's a great thing on both ends for me and for them. I agree. I think that's amazing. Drew, so you're kind of coming from, you've not, Drew's not met Jake before. Those of you who are listening to the podcast recently (laughs) know that because he's new. Um, He's been with us for, uh, Jake, uh, since you don't know, uh, he's been doing some contracting work with us since January. And as someone who has not kind of worked with Jake before. Do you have any questions about maybe uh, what he does now or even about his, you know, background, just anything about um, previous life? Yeah. 
in several previous lives because i think he has like four um do you have any questions like that well first question obviously is when can we expect enrollment from uh, that grandkid of yours Ah, that's uh, what a great <laughs> good question, one, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, brother. We found out it's going to be a granddaughter, man. They already have her name. Ruby is going to be her name. Oh, that's so cute. And, uh, a lot of my network have reached out, of course, through social media. And a lot of them ask that, <laughs> that same <laughs> question. One I get all the time is, uh, so... When are you going to start teaching her and to uh, become a uh, three-gun shooter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my daughter and uh, son-in-law know that that's going to happen. I've already told them, and they understand that their daughter, yeah. my granddaughter, will be a shooter, first and foremost, for sure. Yeah, lots of uh, jokes, punts, and, mm-hmm. and good, good humor, right, from my network. Yeah, yeah. So... That play dates with grandpa are going to be so fun. Uh, <laughs> that, that is we'll, we'll try. We'll try to send her some uh, special edition gun rack earbuds. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, I will say I do have one question as someone who is also somewhat new to being employed with SDI, mm-hmm. obviously not on the same level as like a full-time employee, but has there been a learning curve jumping from you know, part-time as faculty to doing full-time as financial aid? And that's a great question, man. I, I like that one. Yes, there is. Uh, f- first of all, I'll answer it straightforward. There is, you know, back in the day when I was going to school years ago and I worked in the financial aid department, but things mm-hmm. have changed <laughs> since, <Yeah. laughs> since that time. So, a lot has changed. The realization of how many students that we have that are active duty and veterans, wow, it's incredible, especially as I've spoken to those military specialties, the military occupational specialties for like small arms repairs, your Army mm-hmm. 91 Foxtrots, your Navy and Coast Guard gunner mates, the Marines, the small arms repair technicians, being able to talk with them about, hey, not only are they getting the training in the military in this kind of industry, but now they're getting their education. And I've talked to them about the potential Mm -hmm. after they leave the military. So there's been a lot to learn, though, definitely on the financial services side for me, which is great. I'm one of those guys uh, that I love learning new things. So it's been fun. Uh, Of course, internal systems is always going to be one of those areas of learning, those internal systems and stuff like that. So definitely a a learning curve, but I'll tell you what, the application of previous experience and bringing that to this role, I think is a game changer. It really is. It brings a, a whole different level of engaging with our students, especially that area that uh, I'm responsible for. Jason Reynolds has done a great job. I got to give him a shot out, man, for his training. Talk about subject matter expertise. It it seems like every time I turn around, man, I got a question and he's able to answer and uh, Mm -hmm. been doing it so long. So it's great to have him by my side and there when I need him. So uh, a shout out to Jason Reynolds. 
in, in my department. He's been a great asset and a great help to me and uh, a great friend. So yeah, it's been a great experience. Jake, I know I just met you today, um, but you know, everything I've heard, you know, all the relevant experience, you're just a swell guy to be around. I think you're already well on your way to doing quite well at this position. Before I let you go, say I'm a prospective student, you know, completely hypothetical. Um, say I'm a prospective student, I come into your office, maybe I heard a little bit about the school online, but I'm not entirely sure if I'm gonna be able to afford it. Can you give me just a very general, brief, almost sales pitch? You bet, man. Yeah, basically, first off, as any advice, you're going to find out what what they're looking for, man. You know what I'm saying? What are they looking for from their education? And then a lot of times that's the question is, hey, how can I fund my education here? And just like any other college, we have it all available to the students. If they're mm -hmm. veterans, they can use their MGI bill, their post 9-11 bill, their tuition assistance if they're active duty, plus the federal financial aid through FAFSA. They can apply and see if those school loans or if they're eligible for a Pell Grant. And then to our veterans, you have the additional VR&E program. There's just a plethora of financial tools. Plus there's a state voc rehab programs for several states out there that can help potential students pay for their education. And a lot of times I've gotten that question, well, what will the education do for me here at SDI? Let me tell you, it gives you that foundational knowledge that you can build on so that you can be successful in the industry. Many times, whether a person plans on being just a little independent FFL or they want to work for a manufacturer, or they want to work in the retail environment, the education here will give them the foundational knowledge that they need to be successful, specifically in the firearms industry. And there is no other college out here that is going to give them that education, man. And that I know. Been there, done that. And the instruction is phenomenal. It's always improving. The learning management system just got upgraded, right, to Canvas. I mean, just a plethora of tools to make the student successful. And that's exactly what I pitch each and every time I come in contact with someone that has that question. For those of you who still have questions, go check out those three other podcasts. Again, that's episode 11, 45, and 83. Jake is a wealth of knowledge about many different topics I will do a preview here. I'm hoping he'll say yes, because I'm just putting him on the spot. But actually, at the time of this publishing, Jake, I think this is going to be the 98th episode of The Gun Rack. Um, do you want to come hang out for the 100th? I'm going to try to get a bunch of people together. Yeah, man, um, let's do that. I think that would be great. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Super excited for that. Uh, we're going to be unveiling the new intro and outro and doing all sorts of fun stuff. So that will be an absolute blast. And I, I, I thank you, Joey, man. Each time I've, I've had a great time being on, on here with you, Joey. And I hope that uh, the podcast, man, helped those students out there. As I said before, over and over again, man, if they have questions, I'm here, man. Email yeah. me, call me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
you're an ambassador, which I love. You are very much a uh, an SDI ambassador. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, with that, Drew, do you want to go over our tale from the range for today? Yes, sir. I can do that. So once again, this comes from Sig Talk, uh, and this is from George Sixteen. He says. I shoot with old Navy retirees, 67 to 76 years old, every Thursday. Last time we were there, one of the older gentlemen said he needed to zero his new scope. Got it all set up, but he started complaining that he couldn't see the target. The two other older gentlemen went over to check what's going on. Both took a look at the scope and said the same thing. We can't see the target. I kept hearing them. They kept going on saying, they can't see the target. So I walked over to their table to check what was going on. One look at the rifle and scope set up. And I quickly realized the reason why none of them can't see the target. The objective lens cover still on, thereby preventing them from seeing the target. The guy flipped open the eyepiece cover, but forgot to do the same on the objective lens cover. And he goes on to say that they all had a great laugh over that i have one follow-up question yes why why do your grizzled veterans who may be senior in age uh sound like grandmother willow from pocahontas (laughs) (laughs) i don't really know how to answer that (laughs) there is no answer that's called check maybe i just maybe i just loved the movie growing up maybe maybe that was my childhood i don't know Maybe I just like painting with the colors of the wind. Maybe you do. Uh, Anyway, folks, that is going to be it for this episode of the Gun Rack. Thank you for listening. Thank you once again, Jake, for coming out to play with us. You're welcome. And stay safe out there. We will see you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school located at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. Accredited by the DEAC. For more information, please call 800-336-8939 or visit sbi.edu.